Hey guys, I'm Rob. And I'm Ashton. And this is the We Held It Together podcast. A podcast on faith, marriage, and mental health. And a bunch of random stuff. We hope you enjoy. Hey guys, how's it going? Hello, hello. Welcome back for another episode. I think it's episode 12. Of We Held It Together. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Robert and he's wearing glasses right now and I'm so not used to seeing him in glasses. So give me a second. Change it up. I feel like I'm sitting in the room with a stranger. Um, well, guys, thank y'all for everything that we have. I don't know. Y'all have been reaching out and been so encouraging. And um, yeah, it's just been really super big blessing for us. And we just want to say thank you again. And um if y'all can just share the podcast, I think I went on Instagram stories the other day and said that, um, just keep sharing it with people because we find that the more people that are hearing our podcasts, like it's, we're able to connect or, um, I don't know, share who Robert's going to the psychiatry, like who is his, who his psychiatrist (laughs) is. Um, and, and it's, you know, referring people, referring people to that or encouraging through Hopeway. And so, or people encouraging us and that's been a huge blessing to us. So (laughs) I think one of the dogs dropped their bones. Oh my gosh. I have something in my throat. Also, Sorry about our last episode where you can hear Trooper crying through the entire thing. Whoops. It's lit. I like I'm choking right now, but it's literally just Trooper sitting at the door crying and you can hear him. Gosh. And I was hoping that you could. Did people reach out about it? My mom told me. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> but there you it go. is what it is. So here we are. Y'all, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to drink drink something to like try and clear my throat. It's the pretzels and Nutella that I was eating just prior to this. Let everybody know. I know. Shame. <clears throat> All the shame. No shame. No shame in my game. Um, well, we left things off like right here at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we call the end, but it's also in my eyes like the very beginning. And it's a huge excitement for me because um, the end of Robert's kind of battle and depressive state are not over you've had rough days you've had bad days since oh yeah since this since march um but it's the end of feeling like he's in bondage Mm mm-hmm yeah yep (laughs) yep Uh uh-huh um so (laughs) no you're absolutely right i think you know you deal with it and there's definitely still bad days and low days and you know emotionally you can be in rough spots i mean not as bad as it's been in the past but um you know i feel very well equipped for it yeah and yeah just there's a general at peace um day to day that's been really amazing do you want to share kind of how you got to that peace because i know we've talked about this we've talked about how like four four stool legs are what make up mental health and getting to healing. I would say five. And we say five. Um and I've said that before. We we say five because uh-huh. Jesus is a big part of that fifth I mean he is the fifth leg that will cause the stool to fall over. And we know that because you were doing all the right things. You were taking your medication. You were 
we were running. You and I were running pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we were eating healthy. I mean, I cook for the most part pretty healthy, minus my like pretzels and Nutella every once in a while or a bowl of ice cream here and there. But for the most part, I cook pretty healthy. And um, and then, you know, you were going to therapy. You were on medication. But those four things without Jesus weren't working. And can only get you so far. Um I think there's different levels and maybe people would disagree with me, but just like you would be more susceptible to temptation or just spiritual attack when you're at just a weakened state. So maybe when you just haven't been sleeping well, I mean, it's, Mm. you know, it shouldn't surprise you. And so I think... I was still very vulnerable because my heart was hard. Mm-hmm. And and we talked about that on the last episode. You know, it's kind of where we left off is your heart was really hardened. You were angry. You were ready to run. Um, oh, yeah. And I was angry and, man, you know, part of me was like, if this is the life that you get when you follow God, quote unquote, follow God Mm -hmm. um I don't want any part of it like screw that you know stay the heck away from me like I was just bitter Mm -hmm. and um and it took a lot of prayer by some amazing people Mm -hmm. and um I think yeah that day it really felt like, and I I think I mentioned this, you know, in the first episode, it felt like a veil came off. Mm -hmm. And I was like, finally able to see clearly. And right away, it was like coming up for air. I gasped for air and I just was like, oh my goodness. You know, I was so angry in like a righteous way in the sense that like, for so long, I've been letting my flesh just run wild and the devil just have his way and just, he's just all this deception and lies that are leading just to pain and nothing good. Mm-hmm. And I was just so angry and I'm, but at the same time, so thankful that, you know, this clarity had come and I just told you, I told, you know, I called my pastor, my dad. Well, you were with your mom. I was at work. Oh, yeah, it was with my mom. And, and your mom called me. Mm-hmm. And I had just gotten off the phone with your sister, Katie. And I was just expressing to Katie, like, I don't even know. I feel lost. I, I'm hurt. I'm heartbroken. And I just needed to get away. And Katie was like, I'm praying. I'm praying right now. And I got off the phone with your mom or with Katie. And your mom called me. And, and she just said, Robert wants to get baptized. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> yeah, I made a few phone calls and cuz I I wanted to just put a stake in the ground. Yeah, I mean I remember my initial reaction being like that's cute. Like I just was like yeah. cuz I I think my bitterness had taken over me, but then your mom was like no, like he came in from being on the phone um and he turned on worship music and he started cleaning the kitchen. And you were so against us even having worship music on at the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she was like, you know, he just walked up to me and he said, Mom, I want to be baptized. 
And, you know, my initial reaction is like, well, did you like mention that to him? Did you throw it out? She's like, no, this was Robert's idea. He came up with this on his own. And he just said to me, like, I want to be baptized. And yeah, that when she said that, when she was like saying to me that it was your thoughts, it was your processing of all of this. That's when in my heart, I was like, all right, Lord, you're moving, you're making moves. And this is cool. Yeah. And it was like the Holy Spirit was moving and I wanted to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, like a yeah. fresh outpouring. And, I, you know, it was that line in the sand of like, no more am I going to be just this test dummy tossed and turned by just desires or be my identity, be in, you know, what I struggle with or my uh, mental illness or whatever it is, like no more. And I was just, I'm like, you know, I want to make this, proclaim this, Mm -hmm. you know, not in the physical, but also in the spiritual, like proclaim it. Like I am submitting my life. I am a child of God. Um, I'm putting death myself, picking up my cross, following him. Like, yeah. And I remember you saying like, I want to make a stance against Satan And just show him that, like, no, I am here for the Lord. And, like, you don't have, you don't have any ground to stand on. Yeah. And I almost was at a point of, like, laughing. You know, I was definitely an emotional roller coaster at this point. But we're, like, laughing at the sense of, like, just this clarity of the love of God and for me. And (laughs) laughing at just who I was and kind of what God has shown me, like, you know, walking with him and the right way, just laughing that it's like, you don't have a hold on me anymore. Yeah. Like, no more. And it, and, it, and you've already lost. It really was like an instantaneous kind of like, and I, I feel like people might be like, what the heck is happening? And that's Okay. I mean, that's okay that people feel that way. Like, that's that's a normal... I think that's sometimes can be a normal reaction of, like, this is weird. Yeah. Or, like, they're cuckoo. <laughs> but I also think that when you can feel the love of Jesus in a real tangible way and you're in a dark place, because I've been there. I've been in that dark place. And then I'm like, okay, God, like, just show me that you love me. And you, like, hear lyrics to a song mm-hmm. or you know, something pops in your head. Like that's the Holy Spirit that is moving and is showing you like, no, I'm like, God's, God's with you. He's got you. Yeah. And I, it was a flip of a switch for you where like that morning when I left for work, you were not in a good headspace. By the time I got home that afternoon, you were like, I mean, I walked up to the house and it's just overflowing with, with, you know, praise and worship music and, you and your mom were praying and it was just like this awesome thing. You had called my family. You had called all of your family to tell everybody that you were being baptized. You mm-hmm. called our pastor and he came and that was a huge blessing. We called some of our really close friends and they came and it was like everybody just dropped what they were doing and was like, yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. And we just, yeah, we did it right in the backyard in March, we filled up a baby pool, and I mean, it was a big pool. Um, and I was just so excited. I was boiling water and pouring it in the pool and warming it up as much as I could. It was still very cold, but... Oh, yeah. Though I was like, bye, Felicia. We're just putting the hose in here. Holy water. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, I mean, I think 2020 has been a hard year. And that, looking back on that day, it's, like, one of my favorites. Because, and even um, one of your sisters said this to me recently, like, since your baptism, it's, like, Rob. Rob is here. Like, before that, it was, you know, that's my husband, we're really battling through depression and mental illness, and this has been a really hard year. We've had a house fire, like, blah, 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 But now, like, since then, since the baptism, like, I'll, I'll walk up to you and you'll just be singing, like, praise and worship music to yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, what you doing? Oh, I was just listening to some music. Like, or, you know, you've, you've been listening to sermons, and, and not that that's about everything. It... I think for me, it's even just us, like our connection together as people, as a couple, as best friends yeah, has been totally different. Your willingness to serve, but also like how God is moving in your life. You know, Robert's back at work, which is like a huge praise. And the fact that during a quarantine, when everybody's losing their jobs and Robert and I are now daunting, like, under the, the the oppression of having to pay for a mortgage and rent. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're financially hurting, and Robert was able to get an amazing job. And he's really excited about it, and he loves it. Yeah. And, you know, he's driving an hour to and from work every day, but, like, he has not had any issues because that's his time to call his parents or call his siblings or call friends. And kind of using it as a ministry yeah (laughs) i think and i mean i'm just gonna be real like first and foremost you know christians aren't perfect so no um i definitely want to like encourage people in that way i think man it's crazy how you can get so blinded so quickly and i think there's there's such a need to stay connected to the word. Um, and shoot, even the Bible says to, right? Yeah. Like, and the word was God. And it says, you know, I'm the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, mm-hmm. he'll bear much fruit. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just like all I'm these... just thinking of like meditate on the word day and night. Like so many scripture that supports that. Like you need to be yeah. filled up with the word. And... And, man, the Holy Spirit would use that. I was thinking, you know, when you were talking about, you know, just having a praise and worship song come on or whatever. I would just be bold in your faith. Ask God, like, you know, open the Bible. Show me. Show me some things. You know, you know, like, Holy Spirit, give me ears to hear, eyes to see. Um, And I've done that before, and it's amazing. you know, I'll go to, he'll just lead me to just exactly what I need for that day or that week or whatever. And so I want to encourage people in that. And also think about the story of um, the prodigal son where, and this has been on my mind for a long time, and I've definitely tried to encourage people with it, including myself, where the older son is returning after, you know, blowing all the cash, living out, 
you know, worldly pleasures, doing it all, mm-hmm. and then he's been living with pigs and dirty and just is that his wit's end and he's coming back in shame and the father sees him and he runs runs to him mm-hmm. and I hope you know you can really take from that just the love of God and that condemnation is just such a trap not that sin our sin doesn't have consequences but if we submit to the Lord ask for forgiveness and for change there is love there and it's covered by Christ and so you know I know it's foreign to us because unconditional love isn't you don't find it often well and I mean so we as get, humans don't have that capability. yeah you can, you can get legalistic really quick so I guess going back to me kind of coming back to myself in a lot of ways man when you have your identity switch to I'm a child of God and I am uh, forgiven <laughs> forgiven and you know wonderfully made and that the Lord knows that my future and guides my steps and is taking care of us and he loves us man that's like talk about just peace and yeah when you can just be like whoa you know everything's falling in around you and it's like you can just fall back and be like lord i follow you i you know i don't that's not easy i mean there have been days where i have come to you crying hysterically like why god or you know why are we going through this or why did we have to go through this or whatever and and it's been hard and Mm -hmm. um and you've been able to encourage me in in that too you know god knows what's going to happen and that's all that matters and so it's it's not easy and i think you know you said this earlier i that's a common misconception that christians are perfect or they are trying to be these perfect people and i think uh, people can pretend to be that way i mean i think we all know that there are skeletons in the closet always and we all fall short mm-hmm. that's i mean that is why jesus came to the earth to die for us is because we are sinners not one of us is perfect and Jesus had to come for us to save us and to just cleanse us of our sins so for us to say that we're perfect is is crazy because we're not we're sinners and we fall short every single day mm-hmm. I know I fall short every single day as a wife as a daughter as a sister as a human so I, I think just yeah being encouraged in the fact that you can rest in the peace that you were forgiven and because I think that's something that we as humans fear. When we screw up, we fear that lack of forgiveness. Yeah, we hide like, you know, Adam and Eve. You, yeah. you hide. And it's, I mean, sometimes it's as ridiculous as, man, this day was a wash. I'll do better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. When it's like, no, you can come before him now. Yeah. You know, it, it's, he knows what you've done and he loves you. Like, you just need to humble yourself. And there's so many clear examples in Scripture. And and that goes back to me kind of saying just like how sometimes you can get tunnel vision and kind of get blinded. And that's why it's so good to get back into the Word because there's um, just an amazing amount of examples 
for whatever you're going through in life. Um, you know, look at David, look at his life Mm -hmm. and the things he, you know, he did, right. It's clearly presented in scripture and yet he's called a friend of God. Yeah. And, and there's countless others. Totally. And so it's, man, what an amazing comfort. Like, whew, I'm not the only one, (laughs) but I'm trying and And the Lord's helping me. And I'm asking, I'm praying that the Holy Spirit would use me, that would glorify the Lord, and that... Yeah. Well, and I think that's something that um, this all kind of... I had been asking Robert for a while to do a podcast, and Robert was really hesitant. You were extremely hesitant. Mm -hmm. Um, And it took a while, but honestly, it didn't didn't become a, a... topic of conversation that he was genuinely excited about until after his baptism. And I think it's because you were excited about using this as a ministry. And I had, I told you, this was a few weeks ago. I told you that I hadn't thought about it this way, that it was a ministry. And your mom made the comment, like, what an amazing ministry. And Mm -hmm. that made me feel so overwhelmed because I'm I'm too young to have a ministry. <laughs> like, I'm not, who am I? I'm yeah. this like mid twenties, late twenty. well, I'm mid twenties, um, person who like, how are we supposed to have a ministry? But at the same time, I think we've already seen the fruits of this and we're so excited for what's to come because mm-hmm. like we've said from the beginning, if, the, if this can help one person, then we're pumped about it. And I'm super blessed because you, yeah, just, just this past year has been just a cool ride and watching Robert grow in his faith and really just being baptism, being baptism, being baptized was, it was truly like him coming out of the water, a new man and being filled afresh. And so that was really cool for, for me to see. And I'm really excited about it. And I'm really excited about what's to come. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Yeah, and I want to say too, because I, I just want to attack every mindset that I've had in the past. And maybe that's too much for one podcast. Well. For sure. It's getting late. But, um, <laughs> you know, there's, there's scriptures that can just be such a comfort. I remember talking to my brother one time. And he's like, there are things that make no sense, but when you're in that moment, you completely understand them. And I'll give you an example. Scripture is like, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, what? You can't have you can't have both. But it's like, man, you can like when you're in that situation, it's like, man, amen. You know, like or like he is faithful when I am faithless. Mm-hmm. Like. I think it's just submitting yourself to the Lord and humbling yourself just in where you're at. Yeah, because, I mean, this was definitely a topic of conversation between you and I prior to um, was these deep questions that you had Mm -hmm. of not understanding Scripture or just, you know, why why in the Old Testament would God talk to the people of the Bible? And, like, why will he not talk to me? Like, why will God not speak to me? And I remember just being like, 
he does. He's at the, it's in the Bible. The Bible is speaking to you like that. It is living. It is the living word of God. And I just remember feeling this like frustration, but also this fear of like, what if my husband becomes an atheist or like hates God or like, am I going to just start going to church by myself? And I had that fear, but I just prayed fervently over you like daily because I just was so worried about where you were at. But I also knew that I couldn't fix that on my own. That wasn't for me to fix. Yeah, it's definitely a work of the Holy Spirit, for sure. Robert forgot his other... I completely forgot, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 just to close it, because I feel like this is kind of putting a bow on the end of our story, but like I said, it's not the end. Because there are other battles that we're facing, but also it's... Um, it's not the end of us doing this podcast because we want to keep sharing other people's stories and how the God, how the God, I'm like stumbling over all my words and how God and the Holy Spirit has moved in other people's lives. And we want to keep sharing that because it's, it's cool to hear and it's such a taboo conversation. So mm-hmm. while the, the end, and I'm doing air quotes of kind of our journey through the past few years is kind of like we're tying a bow on that. I think there's so many other things that we're going to be experiencing. You know, we have had hardships through other stuff. Like we're facing infertility right now. And like that is trying every single day. And that is something that we're going through. And, um, you know, we're still in the, in the midst of fixing the things after the fire and that's stuff that we're facing and going through. Yeah. And so I guess we kind of did want to just let you guys know where Robert was at, though, because it's hard to hear all the bad and not know the outcome. And that's some that's another reason why I, I felt like we really wanted to do this podcast was to discuss the the journey, but like show people that there is there is goodness to come or there can be goodness to come, depending on how you use your hardships to keep going forward. Mm-hmm. It's getting late, you guys, and Robert got up at five, so he's a man of many words. I know. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's just kind of like where we wanted to leave this episode, and also just open the doors always to anybody else that would maybe want to come and share their story. We would really love that, and we always every person that we interview, we're super blessed by, and. I don't think that there's a person, obviously there's not, but there's not been one interview that we have not just been like overjoyed at the end of it and just kind of can't stop talking about. So we really want to open that door for other people who maybe want to share or even um, we have a website now. It's weheldittogether.com. And so if people wanted to write in anonymously, we're also offering that. If they wanted to share their story anonymously, we're we're really open to that. And we'll probably do a Q&A as well. Totally. Soon. Totally. So. And, um, yeah, I mean, we really hope that you guys continue to share. Um, you know, leave a, leave a review and rate us and um, just continue to share our podcast. It would really bless us. We'll figure out some t-shirt ideas. Robert really wants t-shirts. Yeah, we'll figure out. Well, it'll go to charity or something and make it cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys, and um, we'll see you next week. Hey, folks, real quick, I want to tell you about a need-to-have product for your home. 
the Auto Fire Guard, or better known as AFG Fireball. This product performs better than a fire extinguisher or overhead sprinkler system. Ashton and I wish we had known about the Fireball prior to our house fire, but we sleep better now that we have one. Get yours today at QuoraDistribution.com. That's Q-U-O-R-A Distribution.com. And use code HELDTOGETHER at checkout for your discount. Again, that's HELDTOGETHER. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in our episode this week. We hope you subscribe and give us that five-star review. We would like to thank Alex Manring for our artwork and Audio Jungle for our music. The podcast was done by Robert and me. We'll see you next week.